you're going to want to hear this because I am looking at an updated website from this project over in Columbus called the Big Easy Ranch. And I want to say a couple of years ago, uh, I had this gentleman on because he's involved and we talked about it. And now I'm looking and these photos are unbelievable. So please welcome to the airways, Mr. Hal Sutton. Good morning, sir. Good morning. This project has really matured. Well, yes, it has. It's been a uh, two-year journey, as you just spoke about there. And uh, we've built everything in the last two years, and it's uh, finally come to a uh, a stopping point for a while. We're going to just operate and breathe for a while. We've been in constant construction, but uh, we've reached the finish line for now. I mean, I'm looking at this thing. This is an outdoorsman's paradise. You've got the hunting, you got the fishing, you got the golf. You get you get lodge, you got accommodations, you've got special dining. You've got and you can have special activities like weddings down there. This and the and yeah. the lodgings. How I got to tell you, some of these houses look gorgeous. They really are. Uh, we have uh we haven't skimped on anything. We didn't cut any corners, and uh, you know I call it the ultimate man cave. But women are uh, app- appreciated and hopefully coming. So uh, you know it's not a normal hunting lodge by any means. Uh, it is uh, like every man's uh, den that he dreams about, but his wife won't let him build. That's kind of what we tried to create on the inside of the lodge, and. Uh, uh, all the cabins are uh, very women-friendly. Uh, they're really beautiful. They really are. So, so I got to ask, um, you know, down there you have several different types of uh, hunting. You got deer, uh-huh. you got exotic, you got fishing. I see here there's a, a fishing happening here. When you get out there, what is, what's your hot button? What's your, what's your pastime besides, you know, going over to the House Sutton School of Golf or out to the short course? Well, everything there is world-class. I mean, we've got world-class deer hunting. You know, we've got upland game. We've got duck hunting. We've got sporting clay course. We've got, uh, uh, it's all, we've just built a redfish lake behind the lodge that is first of its kind. Uh, uh, We've got a lake that's got nothing but stripers in it. We've got, uh, it's pretty exquisite. We've got a hundred and, 10 acres of uh, irrigated food plots for the deer. We shoot deer over 300 class. Uh, we've got all sorts of exotics. And then, uh, you know, our golf course is the Chet Williams golf course, par three course, which is what I really was hoping we would have. And uh, the world is so focused on distance right now that you can't get them to really think about what's really important, which is accuracy. And, you know, I won't everybody to have all the speed they can have in their swing and get maximum distance as long as they don't sacrifice accuracy. And uh, that's what you're really looking for, not just maximum distance. So we work on that at the academy, and today is the opening of the academy. And uh, It's been a dream come true for me because, you know, I spent my whole life selfishly competing, which is what all players that are trying to achieve their own dreams are doing. They have to act selfishly to to reach their goals. But now it's time to give back, so that's what I'm doing. Well, you know, our guest coming up a little bit later, he was one of your pupils, and he's done quite well. His name is Ben Wong, and he's uh, just won the U.S. Amateur Four Ball Championship, and he's going up to SMU to play golf, so 
he mentioned that he got some very very valuable tips from you, uh, which is which is great. These young people today, obviously, technology has changed. Obviously, the workout element has changed. Has the substance between the ears changed? Are they mentally as strong as when you played? Well, I don't know that I could answer that question. And if I did, it would be biased. So let me go about this a different way. The next great players will not be just technology-based. They will also have feel. They will not be just feel-based. They will also have technology. So there is a way to marry both. And and to be great, you must marry both. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of demands on young people that play the game today. You know, we didn't have social media, which is judgment. And, you know, people passing judgment constantly on what you're doing. And, you know, when I was out there, we didn't have that. Thank goodness we didn't have that. So, you know, it's it's difficult now. Yeah, I don't think the millennials understand how nice it is not to be connected to the world 24 hours a day. Yeah, well, I tell kids all the time that, you know, if you're going to get into that, you got to be weary and you got to expect people. Not everybody's going to like you, no matter what you do. No matter how good you are, no. not everybody's going to like you. Now, and the, the last time you were on, you gave us a trivia bit. Let me make sure I get this right. In your career, you were the first golfer to get a six-figure check and a seven-figure check. Is that accurate? Did I get that right? That is, that's accurate, yes. It was at the TPC, 17 years apart. When I won it in 83, it was the first time they paid uh, a six-digit check. When I won it in 2000, it was the first time it was a seven-digit check. That's pretty cool. Now, I also know that something that's very personal and dear to your heart is a very, very cool golfer right here in Houston, one of our golf treasures, Mr. Jackie Burke. And I heard you were up here for his Champions Cup earlier this spring. I was. I was, yeah. Jackie's been uh, – Jackie's taught me a lot of what I know and what I think right now. So, uh, you know, I have to always give him credit. I probably spent more time with him than anyone. How did your relationship with him get started? A long time ago, 1976, University of Houston. Coach Williams was trying to recruit me, and and uh, he invited me up or down here, I should say, from Shreveport. And uh, I uh, came down, and he took me out to play golf with Keith Ferguson at Champions. And the first person I ran into at Champions was Jackie Burke. And the relationship was forged at that point, and we've remained close friends ever since. Now, the Champions Cup that Jackie's put together, this is an invitational tournament, and he brings players in from all of the world now. And I had some, I had the winners on this year, and I was absolutely amazed to hear this amateur field as a group had an average handicap of like plus three. That's, that's a statement to how many good golfers don't go near the pro circuit. Well, there's many, many, you know, I don't know how well you know this, but Jackie's real love has been amateur golf the whole time, even though he played professional. And Jackie's been right. Without amateur golf, there is no professional golf. So we have to grow the game at the at the grassroots level. And, uh, you know, you've got to continue to make the game about competition and learning and getting better. And, and not everybody has to play professional golf. And uh, Jackie's done probably a better job of promoting amateur golf than anybody has. 
He's 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 an ambassador of golf. He's fantastic. I, I I've had we've had the fortune of having him on, and I've told many of people he is a story that could go on and on and on. He's such a great deal. Uh, competitive golf. Where's your world of competitive golf? Are you done, or are you going to try it every now and then? What are you? What's your plans? Well, I'll play two or three times a year, but you know I've had both my hips replaced and. Uh, I kind of like hanging out in the same spot and and watching others get better instead of me having to work all the time on my own game. And, uh, you know, I spent so many nights on the road, you know, and sleeping in a different bed and getting on a flight at 5.30 in the morning. And, you know, I just don't have to do that anymore. And I'm kind of uh, very peaceful with that, to be quite honest. I can understand that. A lot of people don't understand how challenging – being on the road is, and like a good friend of mine from the University of Houston, Jim Dance, he's on the road like 35, 40 weeks out of the year. I mean, that's, yeah. that's, that's a lot of travel. That's a lot of distance between you and family. And that can be very, very challenging. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not just taxing on the individual doing it. It's on taxing on everybody that's involved in that person's life. So. Now, I understand that our mulligan Matt Musel from Channel 11 here in town is going to be coming down there to interview you today. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. <laughs> well, you got to have some surprises for him. Pull, you got to do something like put a snake somewhere that he doesn't see it, and then have it pop out on him or something. You got to do something to keep Mulligan on his toes. Uh, I don't know. You think I need to do something like that? Oh, I think that would make great TV. And I, 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 you know, I the only thing is, you might need a pair of extra breeches down there for him. Yeah. <laughs> well. We've had a few snakes running around, you know, whenever you've got water and everything else, you know, you have a few snakes running around. We might see one just by accident, you know. Well, you know, in Texas, there's a lot of those coral snakes around, too. I mean, they're out at our Quail Valley Golf Course all over the place. And In fact, we had a TV anchor here in Houston that got bit in his backyard by a coral snake, and I didn't really? realize how dangerous those could be. Well, wow. Yeah. Um, I'll beware of them. Yes, yes, yes. Hal, always a pleasure having you on the show. Uh, thank you so much for what you've done for golf. I didn't even bring up the famous quote, but we love that quote. I'm sure, I don't know, do you ever get tired of it? Well, no, because it brings back a really good memory. It does. So, it does. Yeah. Well, Mr. Sutton, thank you for everything you do. Thank you for making Texas a golf destiny with the Big Easy Ranch down in Columbus. All right. Glad to talk to you. Go out have a good weekend and tell Mulligan Matt Musil hello. I'll do it. There you go. Hal Sutton right here on the Smoking Joe's Driving Range.